What's kicking chickens? We're back live in person together again. It's really happening, everyone. Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, we've got our cocktails in hand. We decided that because there is like an expiration date on this show now, that like we should go back to the wonderful things about it that we loved and missed previous to COVID of just like getting drunk in person and making fun of you guys. I mean, you guys being politicians, but still, it just, this is, this is our, our best life that we're living. Here. We're very happy right now, everyone. This is good stuff. Uh, so as we promised, this week, we're going to do our guesses for some of the important races in the state. Um, important of course, being important to us. We don't really give a fuck what's important to you. This is about us always and forever. Um, so you to remember that it would behoove you to remember that. Um, so I mean, should we start with the big ticket or end with the big ticket? Let's end with the, big okay. Ticket. Yeah. Let's end with the big ticket. So, um, we've talked a little bit about the Jen Rourke race in Warwick. Um, Jennifer Rourke, this is, I believe, her second time running um, against. I think she's third. It could be her third. Yeah, it could be her. Me and Mel are are on the three time three timers. No, you are you are absolutely right because she was one of my candidates when we did let women lead. There you go. And it was so funny because at the time she was a surrogate and she was very very pregnant (laughs) and she was still knocking doors and fundraising and doing everything that she needed to do. And I would regularly use her to like shame. The other, other candidates. Like, Look what she's doing. I would doing. be like, she's making lungs and she is still on the doors. What is your fucking excuse? Exactly. They would have yeah. none. Yeah. Jen is just amazing. So I think we mentioned in a previous episode that um, when Jen Rourke was attacked at the pro-choice rally um, on June 24th at the state house, uh, the person she was running against, Michael McCaffrey, immediately dropped out of the race. It was over, folks. Um, It was very clear by the press that she was getting and the quality of the press that she was getting that he was fucked six ways from Sunday. So rather than lose in an embarrassing fashion, he chose instead to uh, retire, as he, I'm sure, put it. Um, But withdraw from the race. That was when Blackface McGee jumped in and was like, hold my beer. (laughs) So right now the race in Warwick is Jen Rourke versus Michael Carrero. And I mean, not a fan of Michael Carrero. Naturally. But as in, in as much as guesses go, you got to assume that now that the incumbent is out of the race, that Jen has, the um the leg up on the competition at least in terms of name recognition because this is the third time she's run so at the very least she has the advantage of people are going to recognize her name on the ballot she has six years of canvassing door knocking you know having herself out in the community full steam ahead behind her right now that's amazing for her oh absolutely and so i think that that is one of the 
one of the many reasons that I think that she is going to smoke him. Mm -hmm. Like, I think she's going to fucking wipe the floor with this blackface. I agree. Like, I think the guy's a piece of shit and no one's going to vote for him anyway. But even if he were like a normal dude, I think Jen could probably still wipe the floor with any candidate you put up against her at this point. Absolutely. So that's our prediction. The fact that he likes blackface makes it that much sweeter. Also, just going to just a quick reminder. The blackface photo was taken, not in 1980, not in 1972, 2009, this dude was in blackface. 2009. The aughts, folks. Like, that's, sheesh. Yeah, sheesh is right. That's going to be a fucking yikes from me, dog. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So that's, I mean, we're on the same page on that one. Yeah, we're on the same page. It's, It's all going to Rourke. And then um, next, we've got the Cardillos versus Kelsey Coletta. I love this story. This is so fucking funny to me, right? Because when I first heard that Ed Cardillo's nephew was running against him in the race, here's what my bitter, cynical brain thought, right? I thought it was a Rhode Island handoff. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. I thought that Ed didn't want to do it anymore, so they both right. pulled papers, and then Ed and then was going to, like, bounce. bounce. Yep. And, like, give it to his nephew. And then the, the nephew. younger Cardillo would run on name recognition alone. Right. Yeah. 100%. Um, not the case, <laughs> incidentally. It turns out the nephew was so fucking aggravated without garbage <laughs> his uncle was voting on things that he of his own free will was like yo fuck you yeah absolutely not which is just like amazing to me and reminds it's amazing. me when i was first running for office my baby daddy who i mean definitely doesn't listen to this show so you're say whatever you want right you're good who like is the dunning kruger effect in real time right (laughs) of just like the yes exactly the human form of the dunning kruger effect chart we're just like he's just smart enough to be fucking dangerous (laughs) because he's too dumb to know that he's not smart enough to do all of these things that he tries but like it's that confidence aspect of it that's it's just like really alive. fucking alarming. So when I first was running for office in 2015, I think was when I started. Because, yeah, I won in 2016. So when I started running for office in 2015 and was like gaining momentum, he decided that he was going to run for Senate. Wait, what? I never knew that. What? Really? Okay. How yes. you never told me this Jeff story? Jeff ran for Senate against... Mary Ellen Goodwin. Jeff legit ran for Senate. Legit ran for Senate. And I'm 100% sure. I am sure. He looked at me and was like, she's dumb as shit. I can do this. I've met her. She's fucking, you know, borderline remedial. There's no way. If she can do it, I can fucking do it. And I like inspired him to have the confidence to like run for office. And he got 300 (gasps) votes. No. And he's a Republican. So that was the general election, by the way. 
Oh, three. My. Also, oh, God bless honey. you, babe, for running as oh, a fucking honey. Republican in, in Providence. Area. That is adorable. You're fucking adorable. Utterly adorable. So that's the vibe that I like got when I heard about the Cardillo thing is I was just like, oh, it's my baby daddy all over again. It's like yeah. anything you can do, I can do better. Um, <laughs> and it just, oh, it warmed the cockles of my heart. So now we've got Kelsey Coletta in the race. And Kelsey Coletta is a fucking G, y'all. Yeah. I've known this woman for years. Kelsey She's rocks. a fucking, like, uh, I think she's a social worker. She is. Um, her, her dad is Jay Edwards, who is, like, you know, not the greatest representative, but, like, I wouldn't put him in, like, the bottom 20. You know, and he also did a lot of really good work on the safe consumption sites. And yeah. really really was very supportive of that. He like totally surprised us all right. Yeah. yeah. Um so like he was definitely he was the majority whip for a while, which is the person who like secures votes for everybody. Uh funny story about Jay Edwards. The first time the first time he came to my desk to like make sure that I was voting the appropriate way. This was the way he did it. He said, "Walsh, do you know what you're doing on this bill?" And I said, well, yeah, I I read it, right? And yeah. then I listen to the floor debate. As one should. And then I vote based on that. Yeah. And he didn't even bother correcting me, but the look <laughs> on his face <laughs> made it very clear that that was not the right answer. No, and was just like, okay. And like moved on to the next person. I'm going to talk to some people and uh, educate. <laughs> it's just like... Just like Jesus oh, fucking Christ. Man, okay, we well, um, yeah. you do you, boo, and I'm gonna just talk to the 74 other reps who know what the fuck is going back. on. Just magical, magical. One of my first experiences <laughs> up there. Um, so uh Kelsey definitely knows what it is up at the state house, knows what it takes to run, and I would hope that her dad, who has won many races mm -hmm. is at least giving her like the guidance. I'm sure. Although like my dad would totally be the kind of piece of shit that Sink would be like, swim, honey. figure it out on your own. Yep. Nobody gave me a leg up. Like, fuck you, dude. Um, so like, what if, if he's that kind of dad, like, Oh God bless you, Kelsey, poor baby. Um, She's doing good enough on her own though. She but Kelsey like, we versus really do like Kelsey a lot. Yeah. But Coletta versus the Cardillos. I honestly think the Cardillos are going to split their right. own vote right like exactly. i think the cardillos are going to split the cardillo vote and now yeah. your relatives have to pick sides exactly. so like what hope do voters have like, this is terrible and also like not to be a dick but like voters are kind of dumb how so like i don't know that you could trust that if you had two cardillos on the ballot that they would remember which one is which oh 100 percent. i could i couldn't guarantee that if i didn't know a race well Going in there, be like, right. oh, I don't know which Cardillo is which Cardillo. I'm just going to vote for a Cardillo and hope for the best. Or I'm going to vote for the other one because I don't know which is which. Yeah, exactly. Like, what if you really liked one Cardillo and really fucking hated the other one? Right. Like, you don't want to And then you get that. Right. And then you get to the ballot and you're like, fuck, I don't want to accidentally yep. vote for the dickhead so that I don't, don't like. Vote or I'll just vote, vote for, for Kelsey. The awesome <laughs> girl that's running. So, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's my, I definitely think that 
she has a leg up because she's a competent. Yeah, um, that's a big one, folks. Big one. And again, like, what kind of piece of shit do you have to be for your own relative yeah. to be like, no, absolutely not. Yeah, You're not going to be my fucking rep, scumbag. That's awful. Um, oh, I also want to mention that Jen Rourke is running for Senate in Warwick. And uh, Kelsey Collette is running for representative. Sometimes yeah. we do that thing where we forget that you guys don't live in our brains and are not like a hundred percent in tune with politics the way that we live, eat and breathe local races. Um, so apologies on that one. Yeah. And then I feel like you know more about this one than I do, but Julie Casimiro versus Melissa Devine. Am I even right about that? We were supposed to do research. Oh yeah. We got drunk instead. Didn't we? Yes, we did. Why don't we skip that? And come skip back that one until I do a little bit of my, uh, <gasps> <sighs> oh, we nailed that. Yeah, we're, um, we're flat up. We're good. Okay, so then we've got Camille Vela Wilkinson versus Capri Catnazaro. And that is the rep race in Warwick, or one of the representative races in Warwick. And that one is very interesting because back to Let Women Lead, my, I guess it was my second time running for office, right? So that would have been 2018. I organized. Um, with Senator Janine Cocken, this uh, event called Let Women Lead. And we gathered, I want to say it was like 14 female candidates for various races across the state from like nice. city council all the way up to state rep. And more than half of our candidates were women of color. Um, there were people there like Liana Kassar was at a couple of our um, tabling events. Uh Jen Rourke, Mel Melanie DuPont, um, Catherine Kerwin, who's a Providence City Councilwoman, uh, myself, Casimiro, Justine Caldwell, um, just like a bunch of women who then ended up running successfully for office. Mm. And the idea was that not enough women were running. And generally, when women run, they win. Right. Um, it's just that getting us to agree to run was like a really difficult task in the first place. It's a project. And because I had had such a hard time my first year getting any kind of guidance, support, help, anything like that, um, I really wanted to create, this was like co-op light, right? Yeah. Like I wanted to create an apparatus that would teach people how to run how for to office. And Capri Catanzaro was like, a fucking baby. I want to say she was like 19 or yeah. 20 at the time. She was young. And she organized all of the field work for all 14 of our fucking candidates. She came up with a calendar that told them on which days they needed to knock doors and how many hours they needed to Damn. knock doors and what days they needed to call and do fundraising and what days. Like she had it broken down week by week, month by month mm -hmm. for the entire duration of their campaign. Yeah. Um. And this was back when you couldn't fucking find a campaign manager in this friggin' state. Yeah, like, there was nobody who did this shit. There were shit. two people that did it, and that's about it. Right, and they all did it for the incumbents. They yeah. all did it for the establishment yeah, everybody of the else Democratic it was just Party. FBO. Right. So, and she, I mean, obviously a bunch of our candidates won, right? Mm -hmm. um, she was a fucking beast when she was a baby. Yeah. Like, I was such a piece of shit when I was 20. I didn't start being like a functional member of society till I was like 23 and yeah. I had my son 24 maybe yeah. like some years. Good God. She just has been nailing it for years. That's so what I'm, I've heard. 
I'm so grateful that she's finally stepping into her own and being like, all right, I'm not going to be background anymore. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fucking running. This. I'm doing this. Um, and, and she's highly competent. She is it. in, I'm sorry. If you can run 14 races, you can run one. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. I really think that she might win. Yeah, I think so too. And Camille Bella Wilkinson is a very likable candidate. Mm -hmm. She might not necessarily be a likable representative. There were things that she was really helpful on that I could always count on her on, but she was also NRA A plus rated. She's anti choice. She's incredibly religious and like all these different things. You know what I mean? Like she just, she happened to be good on a couple of things that I was good on. And we personally got along with each other really well out there. Um, And so I think it's really, a heavy lift when you've got somebody who's like likable and charming on the doors and is like responsive and has been responsive to their constituents. And I still think she's going to lose to Capri. Yeah. Because Capri's just got a better fucking ground game. Yeah, I agree. She's better on numbers. She's better on strategy. Yeah. And Capri has worked on campaigns forever. 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 I mean, apparently she, since she, she was a baby, since she was a baby. I mean, if anybody knows how to win, she knows how to win. And that's one of the things that I kind of like about what we're doing in this episode is that not only are we giving you our predictions, we're, we're letting you know why we mm. think this, right? Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to, we've got Joseph Solomon Jr. versus Zach Pereira. Now, this one, I don't know. I don't know. I think Zach Pereira should win, like morally. Right. Um, but I think that Joseph Solomon has such a recognizable name mm. and his family has been doing this for like fucking ever. And he's like, you know, he's a very mediocre white man. Yeah. Like he's very meh. And people That's are into right. that for some reason. Yeah, they dig it. It's it's comforting. It's warm. I don't know, but people dig it. And I, I feel like you do. I don't know enough about the area. I don't know anything about Joseph Solomon at all. I do know Zach Pereira, and I think they're wonderful and competent and fantastic and be a great legislator. But like you, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just that one's a toss up for me. I just I don't know. I would would I like to see Zach win? Yeah, of course. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Hope it does. Now Hard. this is one I don't know. I don't know if we're on the same. Um, we might be on the same side on, but um, Anastasia Williams versus Enrique Sanchez. This one is very interesting. I don't to me know because yeah. Anastasia wins her elections by being fucking terrifying. She scares you into. Submission. She literally scares you into voting for her. Yeah, I'm sure I've told this story before, but it is one of my absolute favorites. I'm telling it again. <laughs> I knew a couple who lived in her district and they got a yard sign from her and their yard sign blew away, was stolen, whatever the case may be. They did not take it down. It was was taken down without them knowing. Gotcha. Anastasia parked outside their house, waited for them to come home and screamed at them. For taking her sign down. And was like, why the fuck aren't you voting for me anymore? I thought you fucking said. And like, after like five minutes, this couple was like, we didn't, we didn't take your sign down. Right. Someone else Like somebody took it the way. I don't know. But like, 
we didn't, you need, you're, you're coming in real fucking hot. Yeah. Right now. Good. Chill it out a little bit. You know bit. what I mean? Like you're coming in real hot. Wow. Yes. And like, that is not a way to make me want to put your sign back up again too. Right. By the way. Right. Good and now, God. So I do see a lot of Anastasia signs, but I'm not confident that that's not just because they're terrified. Cause like I, this is fucking, <laughs> this fucked up, but like I've put signs on my lawn because I felt like it was too awkward to, to tell this no. person that I wasn't voting for them. Yeah. I get that. I get that. It's like, really hard I sometimes so... when somebody's like all earnestly in front of you or intimidatingly in front of you. Saying, and you're just hey, like, I... you vote for me? can you put up a sign? I don't have the heart to tell you or yeah. the constitution to yeah, tell you to tell that you like, no. that's a hard no from yeah. me. That's not happening. Like I've definitely had signs on my lawn for people that I was like, I'm not voting for them. They just they scared just, the shit out of me. Exactly. They I just scared like the shit out of me. And apparently that's a strategy because Joanne Ryan does that in my neighborhood. Does she? Yes. A lot of my neighbors have Joanne Ryan signs and I am a shameless Jackie Goldman stan. Same. I am a fangirl and a hap. Same. And I really know and love my neighbors. So, like, I've talked to my neighbors right. and been like, hey, like, uh, there's a better that. choice just so we're all on the same page. And they're like, yeah, no, I'm not voting for Joanne. I just have her sign up. I just have her sign me. up because she scares me. Hence the phrase, lawn signs don't vote. <laughs> so, like, um... I, but I also believe that Anastasia is scary enough that she could scare you into voting for her. That could be happening. Yeah. Like I would be like, but what if she can tell? But what if she can see how I voted and she comes to what like, she has like, she comes for my way. neck and what is like, if, I know who you fucking voted for. What if someday they declassify all the voting records and you can look and see who voted for you and who didn't? Oh my God. Yeah. Not good. So um, that is totally plausible, but it I is. think morally Enrique deserves to win because Anastasia is like, I mean, if those stories didn't give you context, not a good person, right? Like not a good person. She once said on the floor, on camera, that Rep Walsh uses black and brown children as political props. She's talking about your in own her child. photos. And I Were was you like about your own child. Laura? Right. Like all of my photos have brown children in them because <laughs> my child is brown. <laughs> like I own <laughs> I'm not using him as a political prop so much like, as like I love him. He's and... my son yeah, he's and my he's always around when yeah. I'm doing events. Sorry. That was the first and only time I ever point of ordered on the floor. Wow. And I was in the back room when I heard it. Like I was going to use the bathroom like, oh, and I heard no. it and I ran to the mic and I was like, point of order. Hi, point of order. What the fuck? Hi. I'm sorry. What the fuck? Yeah. And what? they were like, and the speaker was Nick Mattiel at the time. And he was just like, Ugh, calm down, Rep Walsh. Oh, no. What is I can't understand you when you're all worked up like that. Why is he such a piece of shit? And I was like, good God. I have a point of order. Yeah. And he was like, and what's your point of order? And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to call a rep out <laughs> by name and accuse them of using their own child as a political, as a political prop. prop. And he said, well, I don't think that's what she did. And I said, she just said, yeah. and I quote, <laughs> I went, that. I said, I'm not a fancy lawyer like you, but like, <laughs> that's gotta be against the rules, yeah, right? It's not something we right? do. 
Like that's, and he, he actually had to sustain my point of order, which I'm sure killed him a little bit I on like the inside. Very much. Um, but he, and, but he was also terrified of stash and he was like, well, I think we all need to stay away from making personal. And I was like, it wasn't all of us. Okay. It was Rep Williams. Just so yeah. we're all on the same page. Yeah. It, was it wasn't not everybody else. all of us. It was one fucking person. Um, yeah, that one, that one just went up my ass and around the corner. And I just remember being like, am I, am I supposed to like not let my kid? Like in photos with me? Like, in no, photos no, you have to go to the side. Be like, Malcolm, only. you're, yes, white children only. <laughs> white children. Malcolm, I'm very sorry. This, this yeah. photo's for Caucasians. <laughs> I don't want people thinking I'm using you as a political prop. Yes. You brown child. Please go over there now. Child. Oh my God. But yeah, no, I fully, I fully buy that she is scary enough to just be like, I will like just look a voter in the eye and be like, I will slash your tires if I fucking find out that you voted I love for this. Enrique Sanchez. Absolutely love it. I would do it. I buy it. I, I absolutely like, buy yeah, it. I'm voting for you and I would. So I think Enrique deserves to win, but just on like scary scale alone, I think. Well, actually. This one's a pure toss up for me. Well, because here's the thing that we got to think about is that the Democratic Party is dysfunctional right now. And right. she's not capable of knocking all those doors. Like, right. she's, she's lazy not. as shit. Is she even knocking doors? I don't even know. I don't know. I know Enrique's out there every day for like eight to nine hours because that's literally all he does. Yeah, but I um now that I'm thinking about it, you know, she's got the scary, but I don't know that she has the apparatus to get to doors. Right. She can't get the scary to the people. Right. She has right. it, but she can't deliver it. Um, and then did you do the did you do that quick research? I oh, did. And we were correct. Okay, so yeah, Julie Casimiro versus Melissa Devine. And yep. that is she is B, it's for state rep state in rep. North Kingstown, Exeter area. Um this is also a tough one for me. I like Melissa a lot. Um, she's great. She's been very active with the women's caucus. She's a nice, um, nice feminist. Good, good person. They get along great with Julie too, and they both. I feel like Melissa would be good at the job, and Julie's fine, right? She's all right. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not that exciting. It's just interesting that there's actually a primary in this yeah. race. Yeah, I don't know who will win. I feel like generally Julie Casimiro has mostly had general elections because yeah, she's, she's in an area where there are there's like a decent Republican turnout. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for there to be a primary is very interesting. It is interesting. NK has been an interesting place for a while with mm. their whole... They flop back and forth a lot. They're very purple. They are. They're very purple. And even <clears throat> in their own party in NK, they're pretty divided. Like, they were the they were the place that had, what, close to 100 people run for town committee? Oh, my God. They had, they had to put everybody on the ballot, and then they had to have an actual, like, printout that they would give to people and be like, these are the ones you have to vote for. Y'all are like way. way too involved in yeah, your community. That seems a little fucking see it, I mean, do we eat a hundred seems insane. It's a lot. That's insane. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it was 70. But like, who looks at 30 candidates and is like, no, 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 no. I'm jumping in this race. Right. You know what I mean? That's like, wild. I wouldn't even want to do a three-way race. They're super active, man. Super Ugh, active. God bless you. So mine for that one, I'm like a toss-up on all on all of these except for a couple. Well, um, I think that 
Julie has been responsive to her constituents yeah. and that might give her a little bit of an advantage just because like when they say all politics is local, like they fucking mean that. Like yeah. I definitely had people who were like, you didn't email me back fast enough. I will never vote for you again. And you're just like, Jesus, fuck wow. you guys. Okay, like, fine. You know that my inbox has like a thousand messages in it right now, right? <laughs> like I'm doing my goddamn best. Doing the best I can, I swear. Um, But she is like very on top of constituent services. So I feel like it doesn't even necessarily matter the way that she votes. Mm. Um, as long as she's consistently answering emails and phone calls, she's probably, yeah. she's probably got it returning. Um, so the other one <clears throat> that's very interesting to me is a Pawtucket representative race. And that's Jean-Philippe Barros versus Jennifer Stewart. Um, I'm going to assume that Jennifer is winning based on a very petty reason, but I would like you to give me your actual reasons before I lodge my very petty judgmental reasons. All right. I know Jennifer Stewart. She's a co-op member with me. She's awesome. She is a teacher of history and political science. Um, she's a really good feminist. She is just, I don't know, kind of sassy and very chic. And I like everything about her. I, I'm, I'm a big Jennifer Stewart fan. Love it. And I do not <clears throat> know quite as much about Jen Stewart, but here's what I know about Jean-Philippe Barros. He wears bow ties. Disqualified. Disqualified. Bow ties? Are you a baby? Are you a 90-year-old man? Are you Bill fucking Nye? Are you no? Bill Redenbacher? Then you are no. not allowed to wear a goddamn bow tie yeah. in seriousness. You are like, like, you're seriously wearing that? Like, this isn't a joke? You're not fucking with me? Deal breaker. No. Babies, old people, Bill Nye. That's who gets to wear bow ties. Yeah. You, sir, are no Bill Nye. Truth. And that is why I feel like if a man in a fucking bow tie knocked on my door and asked for my vote, my immediate answer would be no. Absolutely correct. fucking not. If Absolutely you can't correct. even have the common sense not to wear a goddamn bow tie, yeah. then I can't trust you to make real decisions. Done. Um, he also is an establishment shill, always has been, always will be. No matter who is in charge, he is their best fucking friend. Um, he definitely strikes me as the kind of rep who's like just looking to have that title mm -hmm. and not looking to actually help people. Doesn't want to do anything. Well, here's the thing, he's at all the photo ops. Oh, yeah. He's at all the photo ops. There's You'll never like miss that. a fucking photo op with this boy. Um, and like that is suspicious to me. Always. Because like I found, and now granted this is just on a personal level, but I found when I was really busting my ass for a bill that when it passed or when it failed or like whatever I wanted it to do, I was fucking exhausted. I was just going to say that. Weren't you too tired to show up? I was exhausted. Off? I did not have the time to go and get a picture of me standing behind the governor mm -hmm. who's saying, you're not doing shit. Yeah, you're working. They don't done. need you there. Yeah. You're finished. We're on to the other branch mm -hmm. of government. Thank yeah, you, you were done. Um, I found that when I was actually working hard for something, when it passed, I was like, I didn't go to the signing of the Reproductive Privacy Act. I was exhausted. Yeah. I was fucking broke. That, that was months. Middles of the night for days. That and was months months and, yeah. of just 
fighting and working and trying and begging and all of that yeah. stuff. That's exhausting. And like, I did not have the fucking energy left to go to a fucking bill signing. Yeah, I don't know how anybody does. Um, that's out of control. Yeah, that shit was bananas. Um, people. So, yeah, that's my very petty reason why I think Jennifer Stewart's going to win. It's a very fine reason. And there are a lot of good reasons, too, on top of that. Also very good reason. And then um, <clears throat> oh, one of my personal faves, Jimmy McLaughlin oh, versus Jimmy. Brandon Voas. And that is the rep race in Cumberland. Ah, Jimmy, indeed. Laura and Jimmy here, they go way back. We go way back, me and Jimmy. Um, my first experience with Jimmy was when I was first elected. Within the first couple of months of session, we do the rules and regulations that we're going to be following for the remainder of session. And for the first time ever, Jimmy McLaughlin suggested that we have dress codes just for the women. Oh, reasonable. For and the I first wonder, time ever, McLaughlin got a coherent thought together to submit a bill. Uh, I mean, come on. And it was very interesting to me that his first time requesting that the women have a dress code just happened to coincide with the arrival of a 25-year-old. Yeah, who liked to wear sundresses. Single mom and, who you know, doesn't dress like a fucking librarian because I don't, don't have want to. to and I don't have to. And like... Interesting, yeah. isn't it? It was very interesting. interesting. And he got shot the fuck down. Nice. That shit was hilarious. And the other thing that made me laugh. I and like I'm, to see that. I'm not going to throw this person under the bus, even though I really fucking want to, because I do not fucking like them. Um, One of, uh, I think it was Terry Courtfriend, the representative, who was like, I don't understand why he's asking for us to put in like a dress code bill. Yeah. Or no, it can't have been Terry because she came my second year. Well, whatever. It was some female representative who said, I don't understand why Jimmy would suggest that we put in a dress right. code bill. Like who is dressing in a manner that has caused him to do this? Right. Got him so chaotic over And it. this mediocre white male representative, you know who the fuck you are, went, well, I don't think it's you they're worried about. And then looked at me and gave me the up and down and looked back at the female rep who had given the question. Motherfucker. Just like, no. no, I think we all know who it's directed at, this fucking floozy. And I was just like, sir, I'm standing right, right here. here. I can see you. Yeah, I can see the eyes. I see your eyes. Here's another thing that was very creepy and weird to me. I one time got this same male representative's signature on one of my bills. I was getting him to co-sponsor one of my bills. And when you sign off on somebody's bill, you write, you know, you sign your name and then you put your district number so that mm -hmm. you, if you have garbage handwriting, they can tell Who what it district was. it is. This man wrote district 69 and then realized that that was not his district and crossed it out and wrote his district. And I was like, Hi, quick word. Um, um, what the fuck? <laughs> what the um, fuck? What the fuck was that? What the uh, what the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck was that? Like, I don't. 
Why were you thinking about it? Was this a joke? And you're trying to be like, oh, 69. 69. <laughs> or like nice underneath when, it. when it's a bill for me, you're like, oh, yes, 69. Oh, yeah. Fucking like gross. 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 Also, sir, not if you were the last human being on earth and it was up to us to repopulate the planet. Not, not even then, bro. Not even then, not you smarmy close. little douchebag. Disgusting um, piece of shit. But yeah, so like, also just want to point out what a testament is, testament it is to my self-control. Yeah. Because like, I want to say it so bad. I want to drag this piece not of shit it. so bad. Not worth but it. But he votes right. And he votes appropriately, and so I don't want to do that. Moving on. Let it slide. Moving on. So Jimmy McLaughlin is have y'all you might y'all remember the 80s movie Weekend at Bernie's? Right? Where like the two guys convince everybody on the island that Bernie is still alive so by like hooking parties. him up to like levers and yeah. like strings. Exactly. And, like Walking giving him sunglasses. Right. Yeah. That is Jimmy McLaughlin. I am not a hundred percent sure that Jimmy McLaughlin didn't die ten years ago, and it's just his up. corpse that's haunting the halls of the state house. <laughs> if you've ever seen him present a bill, if you've ever seen him debate on the floor, that man has no idea where the fuck he is or what the fuck we're doing at any given time. My other favorite Jimmy McLaughlin was. Uh, McLaughlin story. I was going to say mixed story. <laughs> Getting a little drunk here. Um, we were on the environmental committee together and we were hearing a bill about solar panels and Jimmy McLaughlin wants to ask a question and proceeds to go off about turbines and these people with these fucking turbines and they're killing everybody and anybody who has a turbine is a bad person and like Yikes, you know Jimmy. people think that these turbines are good things but they are not good things okay? okay they are very bad and like people don't seem to see that and all of us on the committee are like what the what fuck? Happening? What we're talking about? Solar panels, dude. Like, where the fuck? Why are you bringing Sikhs into this? Yeah, right. Like, like I don't even happening? understand what's like. What how is your brain connected these things? And all of a sudden, Rep. Alex Marzalkowski just goes turbines, wind turbines. He's talking about turbines, and all of us just are like, oh, oh. okay. We're uh, on it now. Because we're like three minutes, we're all like, what the fuck like, this are is we really bigoted, witnessing? Dude. This is not okay. Like, this, this has nothing to do. We're in the environmental committee. Like, what are you talking about? about and religion, I just, sir. I, I will never forget Alex just like, just all excited being like, turbines, guys, the aha guys. Moment. The it's aha turbines. moment. Yes. Eureka. We got it. So, like, I don't know anything about Brandon Boas, but I've got to assume that if he's not a corpse hooked up to a, an elaborate pulley system, that he's got to win. Like, if you had Jimmy knock on your door versus anybody else, like Jimmy, who really thought that we could, swear to God, I'm not making this up, signed onto a bill that would mandate that doctors would be required to try to re-implant an ectopic pregnancy. My brain hurts. Stop. Into the womb. Stop it. That they would at least have to try to do this anytime a woman had an ectopic pregnancy. 
And just every woman in the room, even the anti-choice women were like, but buddy, um, wait, I'm sorry. Fucking what? That's no, buddy. That's not Jimmy. That's not how this works. Jimmy. No. So I'm guessing that Brandon, I mean, Short of being like an actual Nazi, right. has to has to I think win he's this fucking be okay. race. And he appears, from all intents and purposes, um, when you look at his social media, he seems to be an okay fella. Right. And honestly, I would just take somebody who knew what the fuck bill we were voting on. That works. That would be great. Yeah. And even if you don't vote the right way, at least I know that you know you what's happening around you. Yeah. You yeah. put some kind of thought yeah, into yeah. it. Um. I feel like you know Marlene better than I do, but we've got Robert Phillips versus Marlene Gway, and that's a Woonsocket representative race. Um, I hope Marlene wins. Robert is ve- – Phillips is, like, very meh. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I feel like same vein as Barros, right? Like, very establishment. Yeah. Whoever's in charge is who he's going to follow behind. Yeah, I know nothing about him. Um, very milk toast. very, like, go with the flow, like, whatever you say, boss, in the hopes that, like, Ew. I'll get, like, a vice chairman title or whatever. So not Um, And Marlene is a co-op candidate, right? She is. But – and she's also, like – I don't know anybody more involved in their community probably than Marlene. I mean, she does everything. She's involved uh, every weekend. I see her volunteering at homeless shelters and soup kitchens and passing out food to the needy and then knocking doors. And I don't know. I don't even know how she does it all, but like good, solid human who would be a very good representative. Word. And again, like one of the things that you do have to remember is that Rhode Islanders love to complain. Yeah. That's like kind of our thing. Right. And so it used to be that the incumbents had the advantage, but I feel like in recent years, people are more likely to vote for whoever the fuck is running against the incumbent just because they're so dissatisfied with the way that things are going Mm -hmm. that they would rather pick anybody else. Um, I hope Marlene wins. Um, but I really don't know the Woonsocket community enough. I'm going to put my, I'm going to put my eggs in that basket. I'm going to say Marlene. Cause I think she's run for something else before, uh, city council. So she has the apparatus and she understands like field work and stuff like that. So that's where my money's going. Agreed. And then, um, Charlene Lima versus Gianna Pacheco. Gianna Pacheco. And, uh, this is a good one because. I mean, how long has Charlene been in there? Oh my God, forever. Forever. And I truly think like this, Gianna is somebody who can really tear this up. Um, they're a veteran. They are smart and motivated and have been out there like literally just knocking doors and talking to people and seems to be getting a lot of support and a lot of a lot of people really seem to like them. So I am very, very excited about this race. Well, and Charlene is, again, one of those quote-unquote Democrats, we'll throw some air quotes around that, mm-hmm. who is um, anti-gun control, anti-choice, yep. um, consistently voted with leadership oh, on like whatever the fuck they said, and represents like a really interesting little nook there yeah i don't know she's got a little bit of providence she's got a little bit of cranston she's got a little bit i think she might even have a little bit of johnston wow interesting she's like in this weird convergence of districts um that like 
I feel like she's winning by isolating mm. the district that works best to her, like the 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 area that yeah. works best to her advantage. Because the section of Providence that she's in is definitely not anti-choice. Good. It's definitely not anti-gun control. Good. Um, and so I feel like she must be targeting very specific regions mm-hmm. of Cranston and Silver Lake in that exactly. area. And that's how she's say, getting it. Oh, are you not happy with what you've got? Right. Here I am. Right. Um, and then uh big ticket, big ticket, baby. Oh, you didn't give your we are we both in for Gianna? Oh, I think Gianna's gonna win. Yeah, for sure. I'm not even waffling at all on this. No, one. I think the whole again, I think the Gianna. whole reason that Charlene has been winning consistently is because she's isolating areas. Yeah. I don't think she's knocking her whole district. Right. I think she's knocking very concentrated portions of her district that she knows yeah. are a little more conservative Democrat. And mm-hmm. as long as Gianna like knocks doors in the other sections yeah. of that district. I don't see why they wouldn't win. Exactly. Um, so now we move on to the big ticket, which like this. Okay. So might not seem obvious, but feels really fucking obvious for those of us that are in the know. Rubbers Ruggiero, uh, Dominic Ruggiero, uh, North Providence Senator and not Speaker, it is Senate President. Yes, sorry, I was trying to think of like the Senate side. I was like, what the fuck do they call that one? Senate President. Um, Genuine, not like just not a great human being. Not great. Um, Like nice enough, right? Aside from like all the crime and uh, being a scumbag. Um, Like personable enough, but like a terrible fucking representative and has been there uh senator and has been there for over 40 years almost as like almost as long as i've been alive longer than you've been alive you've got to like guys come on that he just like doesn't have any other marketable skills no right what does he do like you've got to assume that like the reason that he continues to run for this seat is because like that's all he knows how to do yeah that's all he knows how to do. He doesn't have the skills and to do other things. he continues to run. It's not like he's even done anything over the past God knows how many years. This is the first time he's ever gone out and knocked doors. Listen, not to be rude, but you don't get to be Senate president by fucking like standing your ground and having a backbone. You get to yeah. be Senate president by like licking yes. the right nut sacks. Like that works. sucking the right D's yeah. and like waiting your turn patiently until That's the powers that be years. decide that it's your turn now. Your turn. Your turn now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and he is uh, obviously being challenged by Lenny motherfucking CEO. Friend of the pod, Lenny CEO. We love Lenny. And Lenny came, this is Lenny's second time running against Senator Ruggiero. Ruggiero. And he came really fucking close I mean, we are talking about somebody who had never run for office, never thought to run for office, and then decided, I'm going to fucking do this, and went out there and tore it up, and came within spitting distance of the Senate president. Oh, yeah. It was like... It was like 48-52 or something. Like, it was that It might have been even closer. It was so close. And so... There is no doubt in my mind mm-hmm. that Lenny fucking wins this one. Absolutely. I'm I'm 100% behind Lenny, not just because I know and love him, but because he is a far better candidate. 
he's going to kill it out there. Well, and here's the thing. Two years ago, when he ran the first time, it never occurred to me that he would even make a dent. Mm. I was literally thinking like 60-30. At 60. 70-30. Right. My math skills, guys. (laughs) Um, Like, that was literally, like, I genuinely, it never occurred to me. It didn't for a lot of people. Everybody. Well, because Ruggiero's been there so long that you right. have to assume that that's because it's people like him. Yeah. But it turns out, no. They just didn't have any other choice. No, they never had an they option. They never had any they other never, option. And the minute there was another option, they were like, oh, thank oh, fucking God. God. Anybody yes. but this asshole. Yeah. I thrilled. saw a billboard in because I live near the CO Ruggiero race. Um, it's not my, my area, but it's very, very close. Right. And I saw a billboard. That said, 40 years is long enough. Talking about Ruggiero. And it was not from Lenny's campaign. Like a private citizen. Oh my God. Like a like a random neighbor bought a fucking billboard. Holy fuck. To be like, shit. fuck you, Dominic. Wow. Because I looked it up because when I saw the name on the bottom, I was like, maybe that's Lenny's treasurer. Right. Like maybe it's his pay. Because you have to put paid Bill for by, right? Really, yeah. If you paid for it. You no, it that. was literally like some fucking dude some who like dude. lives in North Providence that was like, I'm fucking sick I'm of done. Shit. Yeah. We're done. We're not doing Spent this Spent his life anymore. savings on a fucking on a billboard. Fucking billboard. Holy yeah. shit. Do you have any idea how much you have to suck for like a random neighbor to be like, fuck this guy. Wow. Yeah. That was the day I was like, oh, no, Lenny wins. Oh, Lenny's got No, it. Lenny's going to win. Lenny's got For it. sure. When I see Lenny, like, he's always, like, always out there and always energetic. And every single night, he has to have canvassed that district multiple times. I mean, everybody knows who he is. Everybody knows who he is. That's how I feel about Jackie Goldman. Yeah. Like, the, she, uh, they're running for city council in my district. And, like, I... St- Day seeing that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like they are they're every out there day. Constantly. I we happen to be personal friends now, and I will regularly like I will check in and be like, you're drinking water, right? Oh, it's like 90 degrees that. outside, and like I love you, but I don't fucking trust you to right. take care of yourself. Exactly. You goddamn lunatic. They've passed the district like seven times. Yeah, there's so shit. many good people who just um, are doing the work it takes. And to I get have not seen Joanne Ryan once. And just so we're clear, I'm a fucking super voter. So, like, you should be knocking on my door, motherfucker. Yeah, you should have come. Maura should, at the bare minimum, Maura should have found a piece of lit in her door nope. from Joanne Ryan. Nope. And somebody knocking for none Joanne of that. Ryan at a soup as a super voter. Super voter. Yeah. No, they yeah. don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, this is not how uh, it works, everyone. And then just we'll do well, we'll do one bonus one because yeah. earlier in the season, I thought this was gonna be a close race. And now I do not think this is a close race anymore. Providence Mayor. This is an interesting one. Gonzalo yeah. is fucking just wiping the floor with these people. His signs are everywhere. He has billboards up. He's getting, he's like sweeping the endorsements. Like, I thought that there was going to be some competition from Nierva. I thought Brett Smiley might get a couple of votes. Nobody gives a fuck about Brett Smiley. Yeah, apparently everybody's forgotten about Brett Smiley. Nobody gives, well, I I mean, I've gotten no calls. Yeah. I've gotten the only candidate for Providence mayor that has called me was Gonzalo Cuervo's campaign. Nerva has not called me. Brett Smiley has not called me. Interesting. Isn't there somebody else running? Nerva, Brett, Gonzalo, 
I feel awful if we're forgetting someone. I think it might be Michael Solomon, so I don't actually care if we No, it doesn't him. really matter. Yeah. So fuck it. It's just the three of them. It's fine. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really thought it was going to be a closer race than this, but Gonzalo clearly wants it more. And like- I think Nirva really wants it. I think it's a funding issue, I think. But I don't know. But she has the advantage of having run for office before. Right. So like how- a city ca- I don't know. How the fuck are you not- I don't know. Sweeping this. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know who our campaign team is. Well, that's the thing. For a while, I really, I fully thought that I was going to be in camp nearby, but mm-hmm. it is almost September and y'all have not called me once. Yeah. And as I've said on previous pods, I do not vote for people who do not fucking door knock me. Earn it, bitch. Yeah. Like all oh, of you. Door knock. Earn it. Something. Try. Something. Like. Again, yeah. especially with my voting record, especially with my fucking voting right. record. You're somebody who like, they should be saying, hey, why are you're you going to go not... out and vote, right? No, I'm guaranteed to go vote. Exactly. Like, I tell my friends and loved ones right, who they're fucking vote. voting for. Yeah. Okay? Like, like I have it. like six or seven people around the state that I'm just like, oh, baby, love you. Yeah. You don't have a say in this. You're not You're trusted. voting for Pam Loria. <laughs> That's your candidate. Please just it. mind your business and go on voting That's day. how it goes. Well, and it's so funny because candidates love it, right? So Capri, Canizaro, and Jen Rourke are running in my parents' district. I love that. And so Capri reached out to me uh, asking, you know, if I would go to her fundraiser. And I was like, hey, so such and such a street, such and such a number, put those two down for ones. They will be voting for you. Go bring them a door sign when you have a minute, uh, a yard sign when you have a minute, because like they will be putting a yard sign up for you. And then after the fact, I go to my parents and I'm like, hi, you're voting for Capri Katnazaro and Jennifer Rourke. They will be by with yard signs any day. And they're exactly. like, okay, okay. They love it because it's I've taken the guesswork out. They don't have to, they worry don't have about to fucking anything. do the research. They don't even um, have to feel guilty when they leave the voting booth. And exactly. Like, I did exactly what I was supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. So it's it's always funny to me. And every once in a while, I'll get a text message from the candidate, right? Uh-huh. It's like, hey, I just showed up at your best friend's house and they said, put me down for a one. Which, like, love when people know Van lingo, right? Put me down for a one and bring me a lawn sign. So thank you for that. (laughs) You got it, buddy. I love Um, that. But yeah, no, I definitely, I think Gonzalo has that one in the back. I think Gonzalo does. Short of something really weird happening. Yeah. Um, like if Brett Smiley like weirdly has some crazy mail ballot game like yeah, the establishment Democrats always do. They do. Um, but I feel like and I really was afraid of Brett at first. Like Oh, we I were, thought he was gonna be formidable. When and we were talking nobody about cares. this a year ago, we were really, really concerned that we were gonna have a Brett Smiley for May as a mayor. And now I do not feel that way at all anymore. Who once again wears bow ties, y'all? Just immediately oh, disqualified. Shit immediately fucking disqualified. I think we can all agree. So just going over again, in the Warwick uh, Senate race, Jen Rourke is going to beat Carrero. In the Coletta versus Cardillo versus Cardillo, I think Kelsey Coletta is going to win the rep seat there. Julie Casimiro versus Melissa Devine. You think Melissa Devine's got it in the bag. I think Julie Casimiro has it. Um, I was divided. Well, not in the bag. But I was like, divided. You're, you're, that was where your your eggs, yeah. that's the basket your eggs were in. North. <laughs> in Anastasia Williams versus Enrique Sanchez. Um, I believe you thought that 
more people would want to vote for Enrique. Yeah. And I think that Stash is scary enough to uh, threaten people into voting for her. <laughs> um, and Jean, uh, that's, I'm sorry, that's a Providence rep race. In Jean-Philippe Barros versus Jennifer Stewart, that's a Pawtucket rep race. We are both on uh, the Jennifer Stewart side of that. Oh, yeah. In McLaughlin, Jimmy McLaughlin versus Brandon Boas for the Cumberland race, we're both assuming that Boas is going to uh, win. Because he'll still be alive come because November. Because he'll still be alive come the general. Um, Robert Phillips versus Marlene Gway. Um, I think we both said that Marlene has it because she's more involved in the community. Mm-hmm. Um Joseph Solomon Jr. versus Zach Pereira. That's a rep race in uh, Warwick. Um, I think Solomon has it. Yeah. Should win, Zach will win Solomon. Um, In Bella Wilkinson versus Capri Catanzaro in the Warwick rep race. I think Capri has it just based on her competence and field work. Same. Um, Charlene Lima versus Gianna Pacheco. Um, I think Gianna has it just based on not being a terrible person. 100%. Um, in the Lenny versus Rubbers race, we've got Lenny winning. Um, I'm going to say by landslide. Oh, yeah. And then finally in the Providence Mayoral, um, our money's on Gonzalo. Yep, <clears throat> I agree. On Gonzalo. So we will obviously do a follow-up to see how close we were. I can't wait to see how they shake out after Um, the primary. I definitely feel like over the years, I've gotten so much better at guessing. Speculating. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun game. I like it. I used to, my heart really used to be in charge and I would be like, but this person deserves to win. You can't play it like that. And now I'm very, exactly. And I'm much more like aware now of like, okay, that's not how it works. It's not how it happens. Right. Right. Like, I mean, if we were talking about like objectively better people, like you would already be the Senator. Right. For this district. Like objectively a better person than Elaine Morgan. It shakes out, Um, you know? Yeah. But it, yeah, it always has to do with, you know, the, the neighborhood, the quality of your voters, the commitment of your voters, and like, right. you know, how how hardcore you're willing to play your ground game. So those are our guesses. And you know, we'll we'll in a couple in a couple short months, we'll be able to let you know how these Ooh. all shake out. Woo woo. Um, any plugs? Zero. Giggity. I have no plugs either. Oh no, I do have plugs. RI ah. Rank, Rye Rank has their uh new list out go check it out my favorite human being ever is in first place on the senate side janine motherfucking caulking even with one leg this bitch is kicking y'all's asses yep kicking y'all's asses damn straight um be a good neighbor um keep washing your hands the amount of people that have stopped washing their hands now that they think that covid is over is absolutely atrocious to me y'all are gross um and you know we'll we'll see you next time friends <laughs>